This is Uncovering Sports. Welcome to Uncovering Sports. I am your host, as always, Cactus Hamilton Barrett, joined by the gravekeeper, Brendan Coleman. Wow. Let's get right into it. Last week, you were in Green Bay. We were breaking a huge story about heat on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers with the NFL Central Office and Roger Goodell, and I feel like the heat has only been turned up. You're telling me. It moved faster than I expected, even. Uh, we we kind of discussed maybe a, a close game with the Cardinals. Certainly, sure. they're not going to lose to the Cardinals. But not only did they lose to the Cardinals, Mike McCarthy is out. He's gone. There's an opening now in Green Bay. They cut ties very quickly. Full steam ahead on this uh, anti-push, if you will. Yeah. And a huge push for Josh Rosen, wouldn't you say? Maybe not the rub you were looking for, <laughs> for old Joshy. I think this is more of a, we don't like the Packers, and we have faith in Josh Rosen to carry a team and a franchise. A win's a win. <laughs> <laughs> but a win's a win! Especially in Arizona, where they will take anything they can get. And when was the last time the Cardinals went into Green Bay and won a game. That's how serious Goodell is about telling Aaron Rodgers what he thinks of him right now and that he's not going to take it. The Packers losing at home to a team that can barely score points most weeks. And uh, I could be wrong on this, but I believe they were also mathematically eliminated. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Certainly. Yeesh. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's next for them now? Josh McDaniels. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we do discuss Josh McDaniels going somewhere very often. But Josh McDaniels, don't we feel like that's probably a team Rogers not pissed at right now? <laughs> okay, okay. Well, certainly Rogers isn't going anywhere. You don't think? <laughs> well, I guess they could build off of last offseason storyline. <laughs> <laughs> They should have pulled the trigger on that thing. <laughs> right, exactly. They teased it. And maybe there's more to that storyline than meets the eye here. Yeah, maybe they this knew. This could be where heat began. Yeah. We may need to send the gravedigger out to do some more digging. <laughs> Please, it's very cold there. I don't want to go back. <laughs> we'll get you a brand new Arizona Cardinals coat. Signed by Josh Rosen? Obviously. Okay, okay. Just for you. Yeah. Packers are gone now. Let me float another name to you. Okay. Maybe one that um, rolls off the tongue a little easier with the uh, situation that the Packers find themselves in. Currently, he is special assistant <laughs> to the head coach in Cincinnati. Sure. But a talent like that, especially with a team that needs an offensive guru like the Packers do, and also a team that Roger Goodell does not want to see going anywhere. <laughs> But a team I would like to see get to run a very special system with a Hall of Fame quarterback at the helm. Hugh Jackson, head coach of the Green Bay Packers. Does that make sense? He's not going to be on the market for long. So the Packers need to act fast. Snag him now if you can. Um, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't see that happening. <laughs> <laughs> but as bad agree. as they are, they're not, they're not that bad. No. Bears firmly in the driver's seat. Of the Packers now Bears storyline. Only because all three of the teams lost, though. Right. Weird booking, I suppose. 
putting the Vikings a little deep in the hole now, I almost feel like. They do have a few weeks to climb out of it, and I didn't expect the Patriots to lose that game regardless. Right. They've lost, what, three games? That's more than enough. Yeah, they lost to the Lions. They're not losing anymore. <laughs> yeah, they gave up some generous, generous jobs this season. <laughs> but uh, how about the Bears? Speaking of doing the job. Yeah. Why? <laughs> well, Rogers' favorite player, Rogers' right. favorite team, they're going to win some games. They said they were going to run the table. I mean, seems like they're doing it. Don't put Eli in a corner <laughs> because he will ball his way out. And the NFC East is a curious story. I can't say that the Giants are out of it, because they absolutely aren't, despite a few weeks ago looking dead on arrival. <laughs> they can finish 8-8. Eight eight. How many times has an 8-8 eight eight team won that division? More than once. <laughs> and that's all you need to know. I think they had a several-year streak going there at one point. <laughs> they did. 8-8 <laughs> eight eight is the magic number in the NFC East. If you get 8-8, eight eight, you know you're in a pretty good spot. I'd love to see them book four 8-8s eight eights across the board <laughs> and just leave it up to, like, eight tiebreakers deep to see who gets the top spot. Because we don't see a whole lot of tiebreaker drama in the NFL. No. Unlike fantasy football. <laughs> tiebreakers in fantasy football make no sense to me. They're pointless. Just try to win games. <laughs> the Cowboys did, as we predicted... Maybe we knew it was going to happen. Beat the Saints, snapping that 10-game win streak, just as they did before. On route to the Saints, going to the Super Bowl, as they will be this season. I personally, bias aside, think this is where the league oftentimes shines at long-term booking. Because this is, this is now a long-running thing between these two teams. It's not a big thing, but it's a thing. And it's going to come up more. The next time these teams play... It's a stat they can draw from. You know they always have all these stats that they're pulling from <laughs> Too on many. broadcasts. Yes. And you wonder how they get there. It's a lot of work. It is no small feat to make sure that you have these kind of things built in. This is the art of booking that I think gets lost a lot of the times when we're just looking at the high level and saying, oh my gosh, ugh, the Patriots win again. Oh, Brady is in the Super Bowl. This is so stupid. You know, Spot on impression, by the way. <laughs> thank you. That was every NFL fan ever. But it's the little things that we that we take for granted often, almost throwaway little bits that they actually put a whole lot of work into. It's not all Roger, I'll say that. There's a team of bookers <laughs> yeah. that are making sure things like this all work themselves out. But now, it's a storyline. Now it's set up. The next time these teams play, it's going to come up. Eventually, the Cowboys are going to be on a 10-game win streak. Eight game win streak. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the Saints are going to snap that one. Sure. Cowboys will win the Super Bowl that year. That'll be great. But. Well, at eight and eight, they're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> they're going to have an eight game win streak and then an eight game loss yeah. streak. <laughs> and that's the NFC East. You're right, though. That That's part of what makes the NFL so intriguing. You don't see these little storylines in the NBA very often. No, you don't. Because the same four teams win every game. <laughs> I will say, so far, the NBA has been, well, I, can't, I won't say surprising. <laughs> but hey, the Blazers are doing better than we thought they were going to do. That's true. That's true. And the Warriors are doing a little bit worse. <laughs> Shocker. Until... I think, from at least the information that I have, they're trying to do a Warriors are an underdog story, which 
is about that point in the <laughs> their genesis where they feel like that's the story that they have to tell because they've been dominant for several years. So of course now you gotta pretend like they didn't just win three championships, four champions, however many championships they won. Mm-hmm. It's their version of the oh Brady's past his prime. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and boy, won't that be fun to not watch? Back to the NFL. Please. Chargers and Steelers. Yeah. Chargers win again, pretty much solidifying their playoff spot. Yeah. We're going to have a double LA playoff. Yep. Not a double LA Super Bowl. No. no. We might next year. Could we next year? I think think Brady's going against Goff. (laughs) Come on. Uh, The Steelers, they looked uh, like they're missing Le'Veon Bell a little. Yeah. They were slowed a bit. Connor got hurt. He didn't actually get hurt, as I'm sure you know. But they played that up, the the depth at the running back spot. Being an issue, yeah. Yep. They looked desperate at the end of the game. This closing sequence, I've never seen anything like it. (laughs) Just offsides, offsides, offsides. What a way to lose a game. Yeah. It's weird that they are, in a way, promoting Le'Veon Bell still. He's not even on a team, and they're putting effort into this. Into pushing him. He's getting something big next year. Yeah, he their story is not done with him. He's almost a bigger star to the league than the the Steelers. Like he he's his own separate entity that they're continuing to build and hype up. Yeah, is it working? I mean, anytime he says anything on Twitter, We're it gets attention. The word, yeah. So I'd say it's working. Uh, there's gonna be gonna be a lot of potential landing spots for him. We will be talking about this a lot during the offseason. I can already feel it. Yeah. And, I mean, one new landing spot was just created, sadly, in Kansas City. Because uh, Kareem Hunt... Not there anymore. We don't need to talk too much about it. Almost every major media outlet picked up this story. Yeah. So, we don't need to go into a lot of detail. But it's a pretty Ray Rice situation. It's a real deal. Obviously getting a lot of coverage. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't see him playing in the NFL. No, that'd be very surprising. I mean, Ray Rice wouldn't even be ready to go in the XFL if it had just happened. Like, we might wait a couple years before you have to cool off a bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't even think. I Do I think we'll see Cream Hunt in the XFL? Probably. Next year? Probably not. No. Seems unlikely. Unfortunate, though. Very. Going into next week. Week 14, we're getting into the final stretch. Things, a lot of things are clear at this point. Like you said, Chargers are in. They're pushing the LA Chargers hard. They desperately want that second fan base in LA. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about last week, why? I? That's beyond me <laughs> and you. That's not a story that we can tell you. That is just a weird business plan. Isn't one team enough? It's not going to work out. We see this all over sports. Two teams in one city. There's a more popular team. Always. <laughs> without fail. It doesn't matter the legacy of any of the teams. Most people don't even remember the White Sox won a World Series <laughs> in the 21st century. Yeah. So they've got a playoff spot. Chiefs going to have a playoff spot, almost assuredly. Week 14 is going to answer a lot of questions that we have. 
Like the NFC East. Why don't we start there? We kind of talked about it a little bit. They're all playing each other this week. And uh, depending on the outcomes of those games, I think we're going to get a, a pretty clear picture about the, the direction that they want to take it. Uh, it was a division that, at the beginning of the year, I think we thought that the Eagles were going to continue to be on the up and up and that Goodell was solidly sold on them and had no reservations about Carson Wentz. Hasn't actually been the case. Yeah. Well, you can't keep the Cowboys out of it too long with their popularity. True. And with the Giants' popularity and Rogers' heart, they're also <laughs> never out of it. They're always in contention. And last year was a rough year for Rogers. Yeah. So it might clear up next week, or it might get <laughs> even or murkier. Maybe even more confusing. <laughs> if the Giants win again, yeah. we're in a dead heat for it's, an eight and eight. Yep. Cowboys versus Giants at the end of the season to determine which eight and eight team is going into the playoffs. And Roger may just have his way. <laughs> We've seen that one before. <laughs> and then Brady will be sweating a little bit. <laughs> Eli's coming for another ring. <laughs> Speaking of the Patriots, they're playing the Dolphins this week. Mm-hmm. We don't need to say much about this one. Other than that, I think that Brady's lost enough games, as we said at the top of the show. I think they're winning out from here. 13-3. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the Cream Hunt thing even... Because the Chiefs looked like maybe the number one seed. Sure. Patriots are just going to take that now. Yeah, exactly. I'd be very curious to see how Roger reacts. I don't think that the Chiefs are going to be punished for what Kareem Hunt did. I'm wondering how the booking is going to look between the Chiefs and Goodell's side squeeze in Patrick Mahomes. And now the surging Chargers that he desperately wants to have a piece of the market share in LA. Yeah, that's true. So who gets the division win there is going to be very interesting down this stretch. Yeah, it could become a very tight race for sure. So in a couple weeks, we may get our answer. Yeah, definitely. It's it's in Kansas City. It's going to be a big one. What else do we got next week? Oh, who do the Chiefs play this week? The Ravens, I believe? Yeah. Ravens currently a playoff team. Yes. That- and they have a list of teams one game behind them so (laughs) a lot of decisions need to be made in the next couple weeks and it's going to start right there i think that if the ravens want to compete because they're also not very far about with the steelers losing that division is wide open yeah like a game back yeah and if lamar jackson is the answer there as your new franchise guy push him because you're losing Le'Veon bell ben's very close to retiring every season you're going to need a new top team in the NFC North. Yeah. Push him. The Chiefs can take a loss. Sure. Ravens would be smart to uh, change the locks on Joe Flacco, not let him back <laughs> yeah. in the building. <laughs> when he shows up, oh, I don't know. Joe who? You're on the list. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> he just kind of like wanders off a sad. Poor Joe. And lands in Cleveland. Oh, wait. Maybe not Cleveland. Cincinnati. (laughs) Washington. He doesn't have to move far. He sees what happens to Redskins quarterbacks. (laughs) He likes his legs the way they are. Yeah, sure. How about Sunday night next week? Looking at that Sunday night game, it's almost like the league knew that was going to be a big one when they booked it at the beginning of the season. Yeah. When I looked at all the Sunday night games, I thought, well, that's random. That's a Rams showcase. (laughs) (laughs) All of a sudden, this looks like it may be a football game. Yeah. Because the Pack Bears are now the jewel of the NFC North. 
Well, when the schedule was made, Rodgers was already in hot water, obviously. Yep. More so than we thought. It's explained so much. Yeah. And we're not done yet. I'm sure that more will come out next week. But in the meantime, it's going to be Bears and Rams on Sunday night. I think the Rams win this one to uh, keep the... Well, actually, Saints drop one. Yeah. So now Rams are the number one seed. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, the Bears just lost to the Giants. Are they going to lose? I mean, they're dangerously close to losing their uh, luster that they've gained this season if they lose again. That's true. This that, that quickly, even if it is against the Rams. So if, if I, the goal is for the Saints to be number one, this is the team who beats the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. But they'll need Trubisky back, and I don't know what his status is. That is uh, what's throw, definitely throwing a wrench into, uh, and I'm sure... A huge headache for Goodell right now. <laughs> Goodell doesn't even know who Chase Daniel is. He's not letting him. <laughs> he barely knew who Mitch Trubisky was. Yeah. Mitch Taberski. <laughs> I assume is how he's like that. Number two overall picks don't do well with Roger. <laughs> <laughs> they do not. He's all about those number one guys. <laughs> he's also all about Kirk Cousins. That's who gets the Monday night slot. Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson. Wild card central? Yeah. Wow. The Vikings have really struggled. Do they get back in the win column here? I feel like they have to if they are still going to be a playoff team. Like, I think these are the two wild card teams. And the only way to keep the race going here is for the Vikings to get a win. Because if the Seahawks get a win here and the Vikings lose, Vikings are 6-6-1. Six, six, and one. And uh, they're going to be buried amongst the NFC East teams, among others. Yeah. And it uh, is in Seattle, but I feel like they have dropped the whole Century Link mystique several seasons ago. It's not a Gillette. It's not a Lambeau. For a few years, they tried to hype it up like it was a big home field advantage in Seattle. Right. Those days have passed. Those days have passed. <laughs> yeah. Week 14 is going to make a lot of things clear to us. We'll have to meet back here next week. Why don't you stop by, listen, discuss with us on social media, and we'll keep you posted right here on Uncovering Sports. Deuces. Deuces.